sis hey welcome to a new episode of that's my sis the one and only podcast created for the resident loyal to a fault strong friend who is available for everyone else's problems but hears crickets when her life is falling apart whether you're the strong friend in your high school crew church sisterhood or the strong sister or daughter in your family you will find space to be seen heard and celebrated for your strength resilience and tenacity when listening to that's my sis podcast this is your time to forget about being the answer for others instead be refreshed encouraged and empowered in christ sis laugh cry and shout that's my sis whenever you hear something that resonates with your soul let's hop into today's episode hey 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 it is your girl jasmine lanice aka the queen of inspiration and we are on episode two of season two whoop 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 (laughs) i want to say a quick shout out to all of my listeners, my 1% in South Africa. Hey, how y'all doing? I want to give a good shout out to those who are in the other nations that are not in the United States. Shout out to y'all. Um, it is an exciting thing for me. I don't know about y'all, but for me, when I get to look at the analytics, right, and be like, who is listening to me? And it's not a whole bunch. 1%, I pray that it grows. But I appreciate you even just clicking on and hearing anything that I have to say. God bless you. God keep you. I pray that his face will shine upon you and give you peace, add peace into your life. That the blessings of the Lord uh, maketh rich and addeth no sorrow in Jesus name. See, that is a good blessing over people. <laughs> that is a good blessing. So if you are new to this podcast or you are just returning or you've been popping in and out and you ain't really my sister yet or my brother yet, what you doing? But this is our first segment It's sis, let me tell you, let me tell you. Okay. This, this, um, section, this segment It's for me to just bring you into my daily life, to bring you into my world, to bring you into what I'm up against, what I'm watching, what I'm seeing, what I am experiencing. And then we just dive into the topic. What I will share might be stories that are personal, pop culture, you know, hot topics. And we will begin to just Let me tell you what I think about it and how I feel about it or what's going on with me. And then we'll see how this continues on into our topic. Today, we are going to talk about the squid games. And I'm going to tell you why we're going to talk about it. Because, baby, my husband and I, we just binge watched it. And sis, bro, let me tell you, let me tell you, I think I've learned some things about myself (laughs) watching other people go after this money. Now, if you've never watched, I think it's a South Korean um, show. If you've never watched um, the Squid Games, the actual TV show, then I can't help you. I'm not going to go through it at this moment. I'll give you the gist of what it is if you don't know. But basically, it is 
the, the original show was about a series of people who were in debt and like this super millionaire person created this competition, created this game um, competition for those who are um, in debt to potentially win money, millions of dollars to get out of debt, right? And to change the course of their life. And so these games are like childhood games in that particular culture that many people would know. And so it becomes like the struggle <laughs> to like the end of like your life. You, you, you got to fight for your life. You got to you gotta play these games for your life. We out here saying we don't want to play no games, but sometimes you got to play the game of life, right? There's a saying that said you, you play the, the cards that you're dealt. And this game is like the epitome of playing <laughs> the cards that you're dealt. And so what we see in the original show, in the, uh, the scripted show, which I'm going to say is very much so um, prevalent in the competition show, um, is that some people end up in debt because they are just bad people. Listen, they gambling, they thieving, they scamming, they do like they're bad people and they're mismanaging their life. They're mismanaging their wealth. They're mismanaging their health. And then there are just some people who are like regular old people who fell sick, didn't have the money, who, you know, their parents were sick, their their husband. Their husbands were sick. Like, it was whatever it was, right? And they could not, they, they could not pay the bills. And so this millionaire, billionaire person gives them the opportunity. Now, listen, that music, <laughs> my husband and I, <laughs> hi, babe, if you're listening. But my husband and I, we're, we laugh because the music is so intense and creepy, and it's like, come on, y'all did not have to put that music on here. It's like, ooh, ha, ooh, ha. It's just so weird. Like, if you watch it, you'll see. Don't, don't judge me, okay? I feel judgment. But, <laughs> but it's, it's, it's crazy music. I'm just going to be real with you. It's crazy music. And I'm like, I get the intensity, but dang, I feel like I'm in a horror film. All right. So that is the Squid Games in a gist. And so the very last game that they play is the Squid Game. And it's like these triangles and these circle and a square. And I think like, I don't really remember the series because I watched it with my sister um, during the pandemic. But I just remember you like, you, you might have to run to like some of the, like you have to run to each shape and whoever makes it. It's something like that. It, it feels like something like that. And so the very first game that they play in the series and in the competition is Red Light, Green Light. So, sis, bro, let me tell you what I realized about this. And y'all, I keep calling it the Hunger Games. Now, if you want me, I'm going I'm to put that, I'm gonna put that in, the, uh, in the question description. If you will want me to... Watch our having had watched each episode, having had watched both series of the Squid Game, the competition, and the scripted show. And you will want me to give you my opinion and my like breakdown of how this relates to life. Let me know. 
because I would for sure do it because I like doing stuff like that and, and showing us how we can learn from anything in life. God can speak in anything. So don't, don't let people tell you that it has to be a certain way. If you recognize that there is a theme that matches up with Christian living and you and, and whatever you're watching. Okay, now horror movies. Now, don't. Now, if you out there watching porn, okay, God ain't in that. But I mean, if <laughs> if there if you're listening to music about murder, 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 no, God, I, God ain't in that one. He clearly not in that. But if there are, <laughs> all right, y'all, I'm sorry. But if there are moments and pockets of where. God can open up your spiritual eye and speak to you and lead you to scripture. That is the requirement. It has to truly lead to scripture and biblical sound doctrine and living for God and living for Jesus the Christ. That is my disclaimer. I'm not sitting here saying that, you know, every, everything has God in it. God is everywhere, but there are just places where he would not bring his presence. But that's neither here nor there. We'll get into stuff like that later. But I I wanted to just say, look, if you are interested, please, I'll make that the poll question. If you're interested, email me, answer the poll question and let me know. Like we can go episode by episode and I can tell you what I think of the competition or the series. Because guess what, y'all? There's going to be a second Squid Games. If you did not know, because you never watched it, it's going to be a second season, I believe, of both. And when the second season come out, I'm up on that. I don't know about you. I like watching other people win money. Now, would it be me? I, I might, I might, your sis might go out for the casting for the second season. You might see me on your Netflix, okay? Because... I'm like, Jesus, I would like to play these games for some money. Now, I need to know what the games are, but I would like to know. So, anyway, okay, let's focus. What, what is our topic for today? <laughs> oh, just another little caveat. Um, I've been calling this show The Hunger Games, and your good sis ain't never watched The Hunger Games. I ain't never watched the movies. I was thinking maybe that should be something that I do and see what type of life life lessons I can get from the Hunger Games. And we can talk about it on here. You know, just my brain just percolating, circulating, thinking of stuff. <laughs> we might do that because there are life lessons everywhere. So anyway, sis, let me tell you, I learned something about myself watching the Squid Games. And this is what I learned. I learned that I have a healthy balance of when to knock, <laughs> to knock when you buck. And I believe I have a healthy balance of, you know, save the world. We're all God's children. I believe that I'm, I might have a healthy balance. Now, I have not played for $4.56 million, but Watching these people go through these situations, whether it was scripted or it's this this competition show, I realized that the way that I live my life 
is there are moments where I am thinking about myself, but then there are moments where I really think about other people. There was a time, y'all, there was a time where I was either all me, 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 or there was a time where I was so people-pleasing and looking for perfection and looking for people to agree with me that I could not, like, I just could not think of doing anything for myself. I literally did it for other people. That was not, can I be honest? When you're always selfish, it's not a fun place. And then when you're always giving, oh my God, it's such a draining space to be in. So let's talk about this. Let's talk about what the Squid Games can teach us. And that is humanity is about having a healthy balance of self and others. And I and I always talk about this, that I'm passionate about coaching women and people in general into having like a healthy relationship with God, self, and others. And a lot of times we think that God has to be separate from self. Not saying that you are God, but I'm saying that if he lives in you, then you are caring and taking care of self. And then there are some things where you're going to have to have boundaries with people. So the Squid Games taught me that humanity is the, the, the game between self and others. We're going to talk about that. I'll see you guys in the next segment. Hey, this is your host of That's My Sis podcast, Jasmine Lanise, aka the Queen of Inspiration. I am just inviting you to join my Patreon, The Queen's Corner, for women who are looking to find their tribe. Yes, sis, this is your tribe. These are women who are full of faith, who are building confidence, and who are leaders in the marketplace and in their homes. We want to invite you, Warrior Queen, to join the tribe so that we can grow together, heal together, fellowship together, and love God together. You will find the link to join the Patreon in the description of this episode. Yes, sis. You can click on the link tree that will be in the description and you will look and find Queen's Corner Community and you will be able to see our tiers. We have three different tiers. We have the warrior, we have the queen, and we have the warrior queen. The first tier, which is the queen, starts at $7 a month. Sis, you will not find any place where healing, love, joy, and laughter will reside. I cannot wait to meet you, Warrior Queen. Remember, click on the link tree that will be in the description of this episode for you to check out which level and tier you will want to be a part of. The more um, the expense, the more information you get. So I love you. God bless you. And let's get back into this next segment. See you later. All right, welcome back 
to our next segment. If you are new here, returning here, or you pop in and out, this is our second segment. And it is, Lord, help us. Help us, Jesus. <laughs> this is where I'll dive deeper into the topic at hand. And the topic at hand is the Squid Games taught me. That's what we're going to talk about. The Squid Games taught me that the life is a, a game between self and others. Listen, when we do this segment, I will either, if I have a guest, we'll dive deeper into the topic, dive deeper into our main points that we want to drive home. And any other time, it's just me exploring deeper what God has been speaking to me or what God is just processing in me live for y'all, right? So now the, the Squid Games then taught me that life is a game between myself and others. Now, what do I mean by that, right? The Bible says that we, we ought not to lift ourselves higher than, um, than we ought to, right? So that means we don't put ourselves above others. But here's the thing. When I am studying in the gospel, uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and I read about the life of Jesus, Jesus, right, he lived his life he lived his life giving, giving, giving. But you, if you read closely, he pulled back in certain moments and times to pray, to rejuvenate, to like have a moment away from himself. He did not neglect himself just to give to others. And that is something that the Squid Games taught me. So now I can't remember all of the numbers. Maybe I'll have to go back and, and, and put the numbers um, to the names and the faces. But this is what I've learned. So there were there were like there were times in the Squid Game. So like, okay, let's play this. In the competition, there was a mother and a son. Now there was a mother and a son. They're from Chicago. They're very competitive. They, they you know, when you hear their backstory, they came up. Um, at a family that was competitive, right? The parents were competitive with the son and, and the siblings or whatever. And one thing that I realized about them was that they were literally glued to the hip, that there were times where I was so frustrated. I'm like, the son and the mother, like, if we're both competing for the same amount of money, right, in the same games, I know that I love you. I know that I came here with you. I know I'm going to go back home with you. I understand that part, right? I know that. But my problem was in that whole, in the whole time that they were there is that if this is something that you both want, when do you decide that I want this for me? It's not an us thing. And so what I've learned is, and what I've learned is that Throughout these games, when people click up with people and when people find friendships, they find support, they intertwine their wants and their purpose and their will with the other person. Can I tell y'all, like, Lord help us, that there was so many, and my husband was like, if I was on there, I'm trying to play the game. And I was trying to tell him that a part of it is 
about your connections with other people. Because if you watch the Squid Games, there at any time there are different tests of your character and your morality. At different times, there are tests of what decisions you will make. And how you will make them and how they will affect yourself and other people. And what I realized is with these mo this mother and the son was like they were leaning on each other. But when times like when the time became rocky, they ended up being partners. They ended up beginning like rivals against each other because they became they were partners. So listen, with Squid Games, my husband says it's best. Is like, don't expect whatever you expecting, expect it going to be beyond that. And so there was a time where they did a test. There was chores. People did the chores. They had an assignment. They completed the assignment. Now, when they give you treats on this show, when they give you treats, it's coming with a challenge. It's coming with something afterwards, right? So they got a treat. And that came with them playing the game, which is my favorite game on this show, the, the, the South Korean show. It's my favorite game on the show was the marbles. And so you play the you play marbles however you want, whether you, you're throwing them, whether you're flicking them, whatever you guys are doing. And whoever wins that game is the winner that moves on. And so the mother and the son, which is why I'm like, there has to come a part where I know that we're comforting each other. I know that we're in this together. I know that I love you, but I have to separate and decide what do I want for me? Catch that. What do I want for me? Because if you look at the life of Jesus, Jesus had his 12 disciples. He called them. He called Peter, James, John, and Andrew. He called the fishermen. He walked with them for first. Then he began to draw the crowds. Then he began to pick the other nine. Then he moved, he trained them. He, he was with them 24-7. And then there came a point where he understood that the fulfillment of his destiny and his purpose had to come with a separation. So the game of life, right? The Squid Games taught me the game of life is a game between understanding when is this about them and when is it about me? And sometimes as the strong friend, we have a tendency to make this game of life about them winning and us losing. Why do you have to keep losing for someone else to win? Why can't there be moments where you won that round, I'll win these two rounds. You won those three rounds, I'll win five. Like, why cannot be possible? Because we have been taught, especially if you're in America, we have been taught that there's only one winner. There's only one person at the top. It's lonely at the top. And the thing is, if the mother and the son would have purposed in their heart to play the game com competitively um, in such a way that they would have been wiser about when it was time for them to separate. Hear what I'm saying? If they would have played the game in such a way that they realized if we're always together if people see us together, they're going to target one or the other. 
We can be mother and son. We can have the relationship. But when the game comes, I am connecting with other people. I am making alliances with other people. I am moving forward as an individual instead of people seeing us as a collective. Because what's going to happen is I, when a situation comes up and I have to choose me or us, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. And one thing that I love about Jesus, if you read in the book of Luke, if you read in any of the gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, not so much. It talks about him and his divinity, but Matthew, Mark, and Luke, it talks about his ministry and his life. When you really look at Jesus, he had no problem saying, look, I know you want me here. I know you don't want me to die on the cross. I know that you want me to be with you forever. I know that you guys want me to overtake the Roman Empire. I know that you guys want the government to be different and for me to be the king of that government. But this ain't about you. Come on. Like, listen, this ain't about you. Strong friend. Wah, 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 wah. I'm calling out today that in 2024, you're going to have to tell some people, this ain't about you. This is not the time for me to be thinking about you. I'm the one crying. I'm the one praying. I'm the one fasting. I'm the one loving unconditional. I'm the one trying to heal my mental health. I am the one <laughs> who is who is going through deliverance. And even though we're walking together, Amos 3 and 3, how can two walk together unless they agree? How can I walk with you when you don't recognize that this is my go season? This is my time. So you might have to separate from me instead of me separating from you. Why don't we make the decision that I got to focus on me, you got to focus on you, and I'm going to come back with the winnings? Here's the thing that happened with this. I'm just using this mother and son, for example. This is the thing that happened. Because they stuck together and did not use wisdom of when they needed to separate, when they ate the picnic, they found out that they would be playing the game against each other. And they had to decide, were they going to go all out and beat their son or beat their mother in the game? Here's the thing. You won't have to be competition with the people you love if you recognize that sometimes where you're going is not for them. Mic drop. When you recognize that sometimes the direction that God has put you in, the direction that the Holy Spirit is leading you in is not all the time for those people. If I can realize that no matter how much I love my sister, that no matter how much I walk with my brother, no matter how much we talk, there's going to be something that even if we want the same thing, let's just use marriage. Even if we both want marriage, we both want marriage. If God presents an opportunity for me to meet my significant other and they have an opportunity to meet their significant other, but my relationship is going 
at a different pace and requires different things and their relationship is going at a, a slower or a different rate and it requires different things from them doesn't mean I don't love them. It means we can't walk this journey of getting to marriage together because you're going to keep comparing or you're going to be in competition of who's going to get the ring first when I'm just playing my game. Sometimes you have to know the balance between this right here is mine to win and this one over there is for you to lose. I'm not saying that no, there's, there can't be multiple winners and losers, but I'm saying that you have to look at the game of life. Your life is a game of having a balance between yourself and others. Are you on your team? Are you on others' team? Whose team are you on? Are you going to make the decision that the $4.56 million is yours because you purpose in your heart that you've worked hard, you've been kind to others, you play by the rules, you reached down and pulled up your faith and you're going for that? Or are you going to mesh into someone else, fall into the background and lift them up? And say, you know what? This game is yours. Whether I lose, whether I win, that's not faith. Whether I lose, whether that's not faith. And so we're strong friend. We're trying to cut out these areas of grace in our life. As we're entering into 2024, we have to realize that this game of life, you're going to be, you're going to be throwing some curveballs. You're going to be hitting in the, in, in the side. You're going to be stabbed in the back. But whose team are you on? Do you know when you realize you got to take the loss when the L is yours? Here's the thing about this competition show that my husband and I, we paid attention to. There were so many people crying. Oh my goodness. It irritated me and I'm a crier and it irritated me because when you're faced with a challenging moment in front of people, in front of your adversaries in front of people who want to find weakness are in front of people who are constantly using you. There are, here, I'm going to drop this nugget. Here's a nugget that there are people in your life that will see your tears and see your anguish and stare at you um, stone cold as if you don't have to make a decision at all. Like as if what is ailing you is not hurting you. And so I'm trying to say, listen, I have no problem with crying. I had no problem with them having the pressure and the weight. But what I had a problem was in the face of adversity, these people crumbled. Let me tell you, I forgot the name, the man's name, but this man. So there's a game where they pick shapes. So you have a circle, you have a triangle, you have a star and you have a rain a umbrella. And so you line up, they line up in four lines, and in this game, like whoever's in the line, whoever's the, everybody's in the line, they're on a team. Whoever's in the front of the line have to go into this other room, and you have to, all four of the line leaders have to decide who gets the shape. And what they're doing is they're cutting the shape out of a cookie. And this cookie, if you break the cookie or whatever, like without getting the shape out the middle of this cookie, then you're disqualified. And um, each team goes at a time. So there was like, there were like three rounds of line leaders that went. The first line leaders, 
they could not decide on who got the, the umbrella. All right. They're all four eliminated. They had a two-minute period. The second group, they did a race. That the person who had the um the umbrella did could not decide. Boom. Out. Third people. I believe it was, it was three. It was three. Um, and the third group of people, one person, listen, one person understood that. Let's just line up according to our numbers. So they agree, right? You have to go. It has to be a unanimous decision. Three of them agreed. And the fourth one was like, I will agree unless you can help me. Now, here's the thing. This is where we have to realize, strong friend, there are people when we give up ourselves, give up our position, give up our resources, these people know the rules to something that we don't know. Hear what I'm saying. The dude, 432, this guy, he knew that there was no way for other people to help other people. So, so line number four, the umbrella dude, he was like, if I'll, I'll take this, because they had 10, like 30 seconds left. I'll take this if you're able to help me. Now, 432 understood and knew that I cannot help you. So I'm only thinking about myself and my team and who I'm choosing. Listen to this. I'm thinking about myself and those who God has put under my tutelage. While you, strong friend, are over here thinking about everybody else being successful. But there was someone that the enemy already planted in your life and you trusted to believe that they were going to play the same game. No, they weren't playing the same game because they had different rules. And so I, I just want to say the Squid Games really taught me that this life is about a balance between when are you going to win and when are you going to allow other people to lose? When are you going to win? Strong friend, in 2023, we've taken some hits. We've had some setbacks. But when are you going to decide that it is time for you to win? That your purpose is important. That your vision is important. That your gifts and talents should be cultivated regularly. When are you going to recognize that this life, there will be times where you have lost. There are going to be times where you are on the top. But you cannot keep purposely losing to people who know the rules of the game and never disclose it. You can't keep purposely losing for the sake of others. There will be a time. Hear me when I say this. There's going to be times where your strength, your heart, your humanity, your Christ-like nature is going to be about doing for others. But the will of the Father is for us to please Him. And we do that which pleases Him. But sometimes we do the things that pleases ourselves. We do the things that make us feel better because instead of asking the Lord, is this a season where I'm just chasing after you and, and dealing with what you want me to do? Or is this a season where everything I do 
is for someone else. I pray that you you see how that makes sense. So in 432, knew the rules of the game that the other, the, the guy on the umbrella didn't know. And so each each shape had to go by themselves. 432 and his team, majority of them made it. The, 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 uh, the triangle, majority of them made it. The circle, the majority of them made it. But in the umbrella, a lot of them didn't make it. And this man who was the leader of the umbrella team, he was so distraught and so worried and about other people that it made him sick. He seemed like he already had a weak stomach and he was kind of like, a, a, he, was a, 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 he was an empath and it just seemed like the pressure and the sensitivity. But when as strong friends, are we going to stop allowing people to make us feel sick to our stomach about decisions that we've made, whether in true wisdom or decisions that we made in pure confidence? The thing is, when you make a decision in this life, you have to be okay with the consequences. And so strong friend, 2023, some of us have had consequences because instead of asking the rules of the game, instead of asking what they knew, we volunteered ourselves and it made us sick to our stomach. So what the Squid Games taught me is that you got to know when it's time for you to play your game or when is better to play the game of humanity, of everyone, of unity. Not saying you should be selfish. I'm not saying that you should think of you first, but you should always be asking God, God, how does my decision, my relationship, my career, how does it please you first before I think about how it pleases other people? How would it benefit me next? before I think about how it pleases other people. Because a lot of times, many of us have been living our lives based on how to make someone else happy or how to bring them relief. When in reality, our life, the, the, the blessings of the Lord, maketh rich and addeth no sorrow. And so if my life is full of sorrow, and if my life is full of strain, I have to ask myself, God, is this a testing period or have I played a game that I didn't ask for all the rules? I want you to think about that. Let's think about that. And we thank you, Lord, for helping us. Father, we just pray that we examine our lives in the last 12 months, that we look, Father God, and see where have we played the game for others but we have not played this game for you. Where have we made decisions for others where we have not made the decisions for you that out of the abundance of our hearts, our mouth will speak. Are we speaking what you're saying? Are we putting in motion what you're saying? Or have we put in motion what our environment, what our culture, what the world around us wants us to do? Father, we come to you as we are ending this year, as we're moving into 2024, help the strong friends, all of us, the strong friends, the strong friends united all around this world. 
Help us to see, God, that the people that we've been batting for, the people that we've been pitching to, the people we've been throwing the, the ball for the touchdown, they're not going to knock it out the park. They're not going to catch it. They're not going to because instead of them wanting to be in alignment with what your will is, Father, we've got into alignment with what their playbook is. Father, we come out of agreement and that we thank you that you're giving us an opportunity to say, Father, I've played too much for the other side. I've played too much for others and they're not even seeking what seeking you for what position they're in. Father, put us in our right position. If we are the captain of the team, give us the plays, give us the downloads, teachers, you guide us and train us. Father, if we're just a member of the team, allow us to work for the team, but to pay attention to our own stats, pay attention to where we need to, to improve. Father, allow us to play this game of humanity, one in a balance of pleasing you. And when we please you, we shall be satisfied as people. And as we're satisfied, the abundance, the overflow is what we give to another. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. I thank you guys for just being with me through this segment. I hope that what I said makes sense. Take some time, listen to it again, reflect on what I'm saying, because we have to play the game differently. All right, let's go to our next segment. All right, this is our third segment, and this is This Will Preach. And I'm just going to quickly sum up everything that I'm, I realized from the Squid Game. Is I realized that you never really make it to in life, whether you are a believer, whether you're someone who is struggling with your belief in Jesus Christ, you never make it without having faith. You have to have faith in the one who created you, which is God, the Father. You have to have faith in the one that saved you and transforms you, which is Jesus the Christ. And you have to have faith in your, your assurance and knowing that you are God's, which is his spirit, the Holy Spirit. You have to have faith. Because one thing that I learned and I realized from the Squid Games and just watching the 10 episodes is that those who who had a faith and a belief in their reasoning of why they're doing what they're doing. When challenged with difficulties, their faith did not waver. They trusted in themselves. They trusted in what God gave them. They trusted in who God was in their lives. They trusted. Now, not all of them are Christians and not many of them are Christians, but I'm relating it to you is that when faith is really enrooted in you and you realize that you have the ability to believe and have an expectant hope for what is to come, your mind is going to will you to overcome every obstacle. What have you not willed yourself over this year? You have what, 20 something days left? You have time to change your mind and to increase your faith to believe in things that you cannot see. Not, we're talking about ghosts and fairies and all those things. 
I'm talking about believe that God created you to fulfill that business, that purpose. God created you if he promised it to you for you to have those children and for you to have that marriage, for you to change the course of your family's financial life, for you to help your community to excel, for your country, your nation to be turned around. It's going to take the faith the size of a mustard seed, and for you to will yourself in your mind, for you to desire yourself, for you to speak to yourself and tell everything else within you that is either you are going to win or you're going to keep trying until you win. Many people in this squid game competition Right, Because their motives for the money is different than those who were in the original show. In the original show, a lot of people were in debt. So their desperation was different. But for those of these people who had dreams and hopes and ideas of things that they wanted to accomplish that God has put in their hearts, for these people, when they got their eyes off of the prize, meaning they focused more so on who they were hurt, they focused more so on their capabilities, but when you put your eyes on the prize, when you strain, when the Bible says in Philippians to strain towards the higher calling of God, when you decide as a strong friend, okay, I've been given strength, not for others to build their temples on me, not for others to build their vision and dream on me. But for me to build a dream and a vision that can house other people and then it can expand and help other people build theirs. You have to realize that God created you to be the storehouse. He created you to be the temple where his glory resides. You have to realize that this life is a game of how well can you balance being obedient to God for yourself which in return will affect other people or how well you can deny yourself and lift others up. Now, if you've only been playing the game of lifting other people up, when God calls your name and he calls your number and he puts you in the challenge, you won't have any faith for yourself to believe. If you've only been playing the game for yourself, and all you can think about is winning and you being successful and you moving forward and what you're doing, but you never realize that your success and your moving forward will, will never be satisfying because God, he, he adds riches and it, it brings no sorrow. It won't be satisfying because you've never decided, you never made the effort. You barely, rarely made the effort to lift someone up. So this life has many games. This life has many, many twists and turns. Just like Squid Games, you expect whatever you're expecting, expect more than that. Expect it to be different than that. Life is the same way. You never know what you're getting in life. But one thing I do know is that when God tells me to go, I go. When he tells me to sow into other people, I'm not talking money. And he tells me to give love, wisdom, and encouragement. I do that. I've learned and I'm learning how to better play this game of life. 
of how to live a life pleasing to God, how to live a life like Jesus is knowing what I am called to do, knowing what is required of me, but knowing when me is not that important and I must uplift my others, my other brothers and sisters. The thing that I've noticed in watching this game is many people played the game for themselves. Many people played the game with the intention of getting other people out of the way because they wanted the success. They wanted the money. They wanted the fame. But there were people who played the game in being sure of what their purpose was. But also, if another person needed their help and they had to work as a team, they took that moment and opportunity to set down their selfish ambition, to say, we're greater together than we are apart. Then there were people to their detriment that focused so much on other people that they were not a more fierce and focused competitor. I bring to your attention that you in this season of your life, that you going into this new year, what game are you going to play? Are you going to play the imbalanced game of me, 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 and I barely help other people? Or are you going to play the game of them, 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 and I, I, I can't do it. I'm, I'm not worthy. And you move on and you continue to hold with your strength that God's giving you. You continue to hold on. Or are you going to play this the game in the way that God has already put it? That when you look at the cross of Jesus, you see that it's vertical, right? The, the, the long vertical stem. That that is our connection with God the Father to the heavens. And then his arms were stretched out wide. And that is his reach to humanity. And when you see that his feet were nailed together, that was his strength being nailed. Because your knees and your feet represent strength and movement. Is that he put his movement and his strength into God. And from that went out into humanity. You got to ask yourself. If what I've been doing in 2023 has been working for me, am I getting better? Is my strength being used properly? Is my wisdom being used properly? Is my faith being used properly? Because life is going to keep going and it's going to keep throwing things at you. But are you going to play the game? Are you going to have your life resemble the cross? your strength in God and from out of everything that is about you and God flows other people. I was telling a friend the other day that some people have businesses because the businesses are for other people. And some people have businesses because the business is for God. My counseling business is for God. That business is what God told me to do. And he told me to do it. He told me that he would bring the customers. He told me that he'll bring the clients. So no, I'm not coaching 15, 20 people. I coached maybe five people this year. 
And this is just my first year of getting it going. And he brought everyone divinely to me. I did not advertise. Then there are people, my friend, she wants to start um, a, a bakery, a, tr a bakery business. And we were talking the other day and, you know, I had mentioned something and she was thinking about her why. Her why is given from God, but her why is to elevate other people. God will use that, but it's for other people. It's for other people. And God will be glorified through what she deposits in other people. God will be glorified because those that he brought to me in coaching, those are the ones that he wanted to meet with one-on-one. What game are you playing? Are you playing the game of numbers? Of Are you playing the game of, oh, I got to be successful, so let me do da-da-da. Are you playing the game of, Oh, it's just about everybody else, everybody else, everybody else. I feel fulfilled. But in reality, you don't feel fulfilled and you have not truly lived your purpose. I want us to play the game of purpose. And the game of purpose is what I do from the mouth of God, from the word of God, from the spirit of God, will, elev will, will elevate and satisfy me and it will overfill and spill to others. Strong friend. You got to stop putting you last. Why? Because your strength is being misappropriated. God will not be pleased if he realizes he give when he understands and he knows that he's giving you gifts and you've done like the um the servant who 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 put it underneath in the dirt to save it. He's looking for you to multiply it. And the only way for you to multiply it is for you to believe that you are worthy and you are the right one and that you can play the game for yourself. You can be competitive. You can be bold. You can be confident. And you can say no when it does not align with what you're doing. 2023, we got to think about that. We, we have to definitely realign, examine, throw some things away, and pick up some new things. That's the end of this will preach. I pray that that reaches someone today. All right. We're about to get out of here. Let's go to our next segment. y'all this is the end of episode two i thank you so much for listening i thank you for those who are like i said listening from south africa those who are listening from other nations god bless you pray that he keeps you our takeaways for today is do you know which game you're playing are you playing the game of selfish ambition more than the game of community unity? Or are you playing that communal game above you playing the game of purpose and identity? Now, the greatest game you can ever play, the cheat code is the cross of Jesus. You give your strength, your purpose, your time, your will, your days and nights and weekends to God the Father and he will disperse evenly what you are to give to others. 
And one thing that I forgot to mention about the feet is that when Jesus' feet were nailed together, it was able to pull up his whole body for him to, to grab and gasp air. So I want you to take this away, is that if you play the game of balancing between what God wants you to do and you giving to others, that when your strength is waning and your strength is dwindling, God will give you just enough for you to gasp, for you to grab out of heaven, and he will replenish you until your work is done. Another takeaway that I want you to keep with you, dear, is that you have to know when it's time to separate. Don't be like that mother and that son where they stayed together the whole time and the time came to where they had to be each other's competition. Are there people whom you love that you can distance your identity from, who you can distance what you're trying to do from um, so that you can focus on what God is calling to do? You do not have to be codependent. You can love them, but want to run your race. You can love them and follow your purpose. You can love them and follow your dreams. You don't have to be the strong friend where everyone builds and piles on you. You can do the building and they can enter in. Don't let your friend become your enemy because you don't know when it's time to separate and y'all both are pushing forward for the goal. That is a takeaway. I want you to take that with you. Look at your friendship saying, are we running this together? Or is this the time for me to say, hey, I love you, friend, but I win this round and I'm going to go. And sometimes you can do it before it gets to the point of competition. And another takeaway that I, I just want you to, to take away from this is that when you're facing tough decisions, it is your faith that you got to pull on with an expected hope that you're going to make it. Don't be like those players I told you who broke down and cried. Don't be like those players I told you that made deals with people who knew the rules and did not share the rules. But be one who has their eye on the prize and that his name is Jesus. Follow the spirit of God. Follow your vision. Follow your purpose that he set in your heart. And allow God to move everything in alignment for what he wants you to do. This is not the time for your faith to grow weary and well-doing because you have not decided to bear down and tap into your faith. Well, that is all the time that we have. I thank you. I am calling you to subscribe to this podcast. Leave a rating and review. Recommend this podcast to your sister friends, to your family, to whomever may need encouragement. And also you can tap the link that will be in the description to join, um, uh, to press on the link tree and to join the Patreon, the Queen's Corner community, if you are a woman looking for her tribe, your uh, kingdom women of faith who are full of hope 
and who are supportive. This is a healing community. You can also find on my link tree slash Jasmine Lanise Ministries. You can find on that link tree my book. You can find my YouTube and you can also sign up for a consultation, 30 minute consultation with me for $27. Or we can just go right into counseling. I am here to help women to overcome their trauma, run away from drama, and build healthy relationships with God, self, and others. Also, you are more than welcome to join Jasmine Lanise Ministries, where you can find us on the Group Me app. Just type in Jasmine Lanise. Lanise is spelled L-Y-N-I-S-E, and you can join. We fast, we pray, we encourage one another, and I, I lead Bible study and teach the Word of God. Also, um, you can follow me on social media. I am on Facebook at Jasmine Haynes. You can find me on TikTok at I am Jasmine Lanise. You can find me on Instagram at I am Jasmine Lanise. And you can find me on YouTube at Jasmine Lanise. Now, until next week, sis, it's Jasmine Lanise signing off. Be bold, be you, be free. Bye. Sis, thanks for listening to That's My Sis podcast with your host, Jasmine Lanise, a.k.a. the Queen of Inspiration. I hope that you really enjoyed as I shared from my heart the things that I learned while watching Squid Games. If you've enjoyed yourself, felt empowered, and laughed a little, come back for next week's episode. You can head on over to the description and click on the link tree slash Jasmine Lanise Ministries and find all the ways that you can connect with me. I love to hear from you, but until next week, be bold, be you, be free. Goodbye.